you know, newsflash, introverts have a lot of amazing strengths. We are great listeners. We notice the world around us. We are in tune with ourselves and we make really great decisions because we spend a lot of time analyzing, right? So you need to have very powerful alignment with your energy and your strengths. Welcome. I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor building a business to support you and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am so excited to be joining you today to talk to you about how to succeed as an introvert. Yes, I have my peppy spirit turned on today. But you'll notice that as you get to know me more, I am absolutely an introvert. And I've actually created quite a bit of success in business as an introvert by embracing who I am. So today, if you are an introvert, I am so excited to help you out because I'm going to teach you four strategies to create success on your own terms. Now, I know that many of you are probably thinking, well, when you start out in business, maybe you were the same as me. And you're like, "Mm, introverts can't really succeed in business. It's only the extroverts. Well, I'm going to prove that different. But first, let me tell you a little bit more about me. I've been a real estate investor for over 20 years. It makes me feel like I'm very old, but I promise I'm not that old. I just started out really young. I got my first investment property when I was 22 years old, and I've just been accumulating them ever since. So I've done lots of things, all the things from single family rentals to fix and flips, small multifamily, property management, you name it, I've done it. And done it a lot of it with my own two hands, right? They're at the places to still do, right? We still flick, flip houses as a family to teach our five children who are all teenagers now how to work hard, how to invest, and all the skills that they will need to become successful in their own lives. So yep, first all of those, there is a set of twins in there. So I have twin daughters who are 18. And it's so fun because one of my 18-year-old daughter's has decided to become a general contractor and wants to flip houses for her career. We specialize in family rehabs, a multifamily group investing. But really, the thing I'm really passionate about is teaching financial literacy. And so I love to teach other people, especially women, how to invest, how to manage your money and how to build wealth really in the later part of your life. So I've just recently founded another community called the Q3 Wealth Academy for women who are in the third quarter of their lives. And so I'm so excited to be launching that soon. I'm also a triathlete. I love the outdoors. I'm a musician and I love baked goods. I will make baked goods probably several times a week and eat them. (laughs) I love them so much. So let's talk about introversion a little bit. Sometimes we have this misnomer about introversion as someone who is shy, who doesn't like people, or who doesn't ever want to leave their house. Now, that is not 
true, right? Introversion is just simply a measure of your energy. So how do you get more energy and how does your energy deplete? So well, let's talk about extroverts first. An extrovert is someone who gains energy from their surroundings, from their external world. An introvert is someone who gains energy from their internal world, right? From themselves, from thinking, from being quiet and in tune with themselves. That's what introversion is. Now, why does it matter? Because when you are going out into business, sometimes you're going to think that, oh, extroverts are the ones who are going to be the CEOs. Often introverts, it's easier for us to put someone else up on a pedestal rather than ourselves. And sometimes that's a challenge that can hold us back. But it really matters in business to know if you are more introverted or extroverted so that you can define how success is going to look for you. So we're going to keep talking about this, but here's something funny is that if you're an entrepreneur and you're an introvert, you are a walking contradiction. And I feel this pretty intensely in my life. So as an introvert, I prefer time alone. I like to be alone. Now, that sounds funny since I birthed five children. I mean, that's really hard to be alone when you have five kids. But I do prefer time alone. I like to go deep rather than broad. I like to have very deep relationships with people, with but just a handful, just a couple of people that I need deep relationships with. And I enjoy long periods of focus. Like when I was making this presentation, I can sit here for hours and be so happy reading all my little books to gain inspiration and then putting together this, this presentation and prepping it for you. I enjoy that. But as an entrepreneur, here's the other side of that coin, right? You must interact with clients. Oh my, I know that's a lot. You also must be accessible and you have to wear multiple hats. And so as you're wearing multiple hats, it feels like you can't focus for a long period of time and you have to be consistently jumping back and forth. So let's talk about the challenges that you face. So number one challenge is networking. And networking seems very scary. And I'm going to give you some strategies to help with that. Other challenges are sales. You may think, oh my gosh, I am not a salesperson. I don't know if I can do this thing called sales. Your energy, right? You have a different type of energy than an extrovert. If you think about like going to bed at night, an extrovert wakes up with no energy because they need to get around people to generate that energy. An introvert wakes up completely full of energy, and then throughout the day, the energy depletes, right? And so you have to figure out how your energy works and when it's best for you. Collaboration. Now that might seem scary. I don't know about you, but I, in high school and college, whenever they said group project, I was not thrilled about that because I knew that I would be the one doing all the work and then the people would just kind of come alongside with me. Collaboration. I didn't work well when collaborations. And so I had to learn how to work well in a group setting. And finally, self-promotion. I know this is so scary. And it's the first time I was on, had to make a video of myself teaching. I hated it. I was so nervous. I procrastinated it for months. And finally, I made a video. And then 
I made the mistake of editing my own videos. And then I was evaluating every time I made a weird face. And it turns out I make weird faces a lot while I'm teaching. And it was awful. But I had to learn to overcome that. And the thing that helped me a lot was realizing that, you know what, it's not about me. It's about them. Right. And so that's what I really had to go after. Now, here's the strategies. I'm going to give you, teach you four strategies today on how to really succeed as an introvert. Some of those are pulled from my own experience and some of, from some of my friends who are introvert entrepreneurs. So strategy number one, be yourself. Many of you are Disney fans. The genie tells that to Aladdin when he is trying to be a prince so he can marry Princess Jasmine, right? So often he's in the fake it till you make it mode. But does that work out for him? No, it doesn't. It doesn't work out for him. And fake it till you make it is not going to work out for you as an introvert either if you're trying to fake being an extrovert because it's just simply not going to work. You're going to be depleted. Your energy will be depleted very quickly. You're going to find yourself very frustrated and not succeeding in business because you're not staying true to yourself. So how do you really stay true to yourself? You know, our truth is discovered when we're quiet and when we embrace what's true for us, not what's true for someone else. So you need to be fully aligned with your energy and your strengths. And you know, newsflash, introverts have a lot of amazing strengths. We are great listeners. We notice the world around us. We are in tune with ourselves and we make really great decisions because we spend a lot of time analyzing, right? So you need to have very powerful alignment with your energy and your strengths. You want to live and work authentically. You want to be who you want to be. Now, I have a story. When I was just starting out and I was starting, I was posting on LinkedIn a lot. One time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to own the fact that I'm an introvert and I'm going to make a post about it. So I made a post about how introverts can succeed in real estate investing and be just as successful as extroverts. And you know what? I had a troll. I had a man who commented, no, they can't extroverts will be far more successful than introverts in real estate. And that really took me back. I'm not used to having trolls. I'm still learning how to let those roll off my back. But I was really sad and frustrated that he tried to tell me that, no, you can't be successful as an introvert in real estate. And That really bothered me. Side note, I know a lot of people think that realtors can't be successful if as introverts, but I have a really great friend who has launched a website. You got to check it out. It's called Move Over Extroverts. And she teaches realtors how to be true to themselves as an introvert and do business differently than the extroverts do. And that's what we're doing here, right? In your own business, whatever kind of business that you have, and whether it be you're investing, you're a financial educator, or you are a course creator, whatever you are doing in your business, or even in your W-2, right? You need to live and work authentically to yourself. And sometimes that means you show up to the meeting in person, and sometimes it means you don't. And you have to be okay with that. Another thing you need to do is find your voice. And here's the cool thing. It's already inside of you. 
right? No one else can be your unique voice. And just remember that even if you're launching a business, like I'm a financial educator, I educate women 45 plus how to build wealth and design their new life in the third quarter of their life when they're approaching that transition where the kids are gone out of the house and they're like, now what? You know, guess what? I'm not the only one who is teaching women, right? Who is trying to get the clients, who is trying to assist them and, you know, build a community. Other people are doing that. But guess what? I'm the only one who can say it the way that I say it. So remember that about yourself. When you are launching a business or you are trying to raise money for an investment, you're the only one who can say it in your own unique way. And so just continue doing that. Also, here's some really interesting things about introverts, right? We are self-effacing, meaning we're not divas. (laughs) So you're not going to see me on a stage. I get on stages and I speak and I actually love public speaking, but my energy up there is not the hype and jump up and down and like, you know, I'm going to hype you guys up. No, I am there to be a teacher and a trainer. And I'm going to give you very solid information that's going to help you change your life. I'm not going to be up there like woohooing and singing. I'm not a diva. But that is actually a superpower that I have because I'm different on stage. I'm going to have a different energy and a different connection to the audience than my counterparts who are divas. And I'm not saying divas are wrong and the way I do it is right. We need so many different perspectives in this world for people to identify with ourselves. Another thing that's used really unique for introverts is that we are self-reliant, right? We're our own best friends. We can talk to ourselves. We can make decisions ourselves. We don't need other people to give all the input in order to make a decision, right? So we can really rely on ourselves. We are also self-possessed. Now, no, this does not mean that we're like just self-involved and we only think about ourselves. This means that you are very composed. You're poised. You think before you speak. And that, my friend, is a superpower. Also, we are self-reflective, right? Instead of asking, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? We ask ourselves, what do I think? And introverts bring very interesting thoughts to a conversation. And if you're in a group, if you've ever been in a group setting and you have an introvert in there, make sure you ask them directly what they think, because they typically have very great ideas, but they're not going to offer them up like everybody else. They're not going to be raising their hands first in line to raise their hand and be like, hey, I want to tell you what I think. You know, they're going to take time to really think deeply about the problem and develop a solution that they're not going to just throw out any solution, right? They're not great at brainstorming. But what they're good at is thinking through the problem and coming up with a really good solution. All right, strategy number two, be present to win. Now, this is all about, yes, I said the nasty word, networking. Yikes. (laughs) Sometimes though, we think of networking and we want to crawl into a hole and die. The first time I went to a large real estate conference, I was so deathly afraid. My anxiety levels were off the chart. I went to this conference and I got my badge and I walked in the giant double doors. And even before as I was approaching the giant double doors, I could hear 
the noise level. And I was like, oh boy, this sounds like a lot. Opened the double doors and went in and immediately like the cacophony of people talking all around everywhere. And as I peered through the crowd, there were thousands, there's about a thousand people there. Everybody like zipping around like honeybees with making these loud noises and talking to each other. And I, my eyes got wide and I looked around for a safe place and I couldn't find a safe place. And I turned right around and walked out of that conference, went up to my hotel room and sat there for a couple of hours. Just walking in, I needed a couple hours to regain my energy and regain my confidence to walk into there. So I'm going to give you some strategies, right? And I'll tell you the end of the story later. But do you say these things to yourself? Networking wears me out. It's a necessary evil. Small talk is the worst. And I don't know anyone, so I don't feel safe, right? But sometimes networking is absolutely terrifying, but sometimes it's a hell of our own making, right? It's just in our brains. So I'm going to give you a couple of really great strategies that work for me. Okay, strategy number one is to set a goal. And for me, my rule is three people. Every time I show up in person to a networking event, I tell myself, Camilla, you need to meet three new people, get their contact information. And then if you're still feeling uncomfortable, you have permission to leave, right? So sometimes I show up to networking events or you know conferences or meetups and I meet my three people and I leave and I'm there for 15 minutes and then I head home. And then I follow up with those people later to have a longer one-on-one conversation, right? Sometimes I go to the event and I meet my three people and I'm feeling pretty comfortable and pretty okay. And so I meet three more and I'll stay for the entire event. But I always know in the back of my mind that I have permission to leave at any moment because I had met my goal. So that's a really key thing to do. The next tip is to focus on one person at a time. Okay. So I know you've been to these conferences where you walk in and there are so many people in there that there's like a circle, like a circle of people, and you don't know how to get into the circle. What I do, I avoid it. I avoid the circle. And I instead, I look for maybe two people talking to each other or one person on their own or one person who's over at the drink station because they're too uncomfortable to find new people to talk. It's real. I I do it. (laughs) And then I'll go and I'll talk to that person so I can focus on one person at a time rather than having like, you know, seven people in a circle and trying to talk to all of them. That's not going to work for me and for my energy. I need one person at a time. Ask lots of questions. Have a whole bunch of questions prepared that you can ask the person because that's the best way to get conversations started. You just, you become very curious about the other person. And just remember, 80% of success is just showing up. I get that sometimes it's really hard to show up. There's been times where I was going to go to a meetup and I just couldn't get myself to go. That's okay. I'm going to give myself a grace for that moment. And then I'm going to try better the next time. But you have to schedule this in and schedule in networking times and do them very thoughtfully about when you're going to go and be there. So to finish the story of my big conference, after a couple of hours alone in my room, 
I was like, Camilla, come on, you paid so much money to be here. You've got to get something out of this conference, even if it's just learning from the speakers. So I walked in and I and I walked back into that conference and I looked around and I found a woman who was sitting all alone. And I thought, you know what? Chances are that woman is an introvert like me. And so I went and I I asked her if I could sit by her. She said, oh yes, please, please do. And she and I had the most amazing one-on-one conversation. We spent the next three days together in that conference. She became an investor in one of my deals and a really dear friend. And so that's what can happen when you do it your way, right? You do it your way, but you show up for sure. Okay, strategy number three, be distinct or be extinct. Now, this is all about sales. Sales is sometimes a yucky word for us introverts also. But if you don't feel authentic in what you're doing, your audience will notice. And I love this flower. Like this is not a red rose. It's not a yellow rose. It's a combination, right? It's a distinct type of rose. So this is a you know, business advice, right? Determine a niche. What kind of niche can you go into? Like, who are you serving? And who are you really helping with your business, right? Whether that be your investments, like you need to have your buy box. You need to know exactly what you're looking for, or you're going to be looking for everything. And then you're not going to find anything, right? Serve a narrow market, and then you can add diverse offerings to that narrow market. And here's the thing that has helped me the most in my business is that I have reframed sales as education. I can educate, I can teach, I can train you, I can teach you all the things, right? And everything I do, everything I educate you is actually a sale as well. But instead of going out and saying, I'm selling this course to you, or I'm selling you this real estate investment, Instead, I am educating you on how to become a passive investor in a group investment. And that has been the key to a lot of my success. Remember, content is king. You must be creating lots and lots of content as an entrepreneur. And remember, it's just educating. You're educating people on what they're doing. No one else can say it exactly like you. Right. I love this quote by Maya Angelou. You can only become truly accomplished at something you love and do it so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. And then you can cultivate your ambivert energy, right? So there's introverts, there's extroverts, and then the middle ground is called ambivert. We are all basically an ambivert. Nobody's an extreme introvert or extreme extrovert and only those things. We have a little bit of both inside all of us. You're typically tip one way or the other on the scale, but you're going to cultivate your ambivert energy, meaning sometimes as an introvert, I can dial up my extroversion. When you go networking events, for example, I have to dial that up. And sometimes if you're an extrovert, you can dial down your extroversion and dial up your introversion. It all kind of flows, right? We're not just one thing all the time. It depends on the situation, where we are, what we're doing, et cetera. So really cultivate your ambivert energy and trust yourself and the process. Don't let naysayers like my LinkedIn troll tell you that you can't be successful because you're an introvert because it's just absolutely not true. Strategy number four, be consistent, transparent, and available. Now, when we talk about this, 
Being calm and steady is really important. I love Steve Jobs. He's like, let's make a dent in the universe. You, my friend, absolutely can make a dent in this universe. And I am here to support you and cheer for you all the way around. Share your struggles. I love to hear about other people's struggles because then I don't feel alone because I struggle a lot. I have a lot of struggles. I have struggles daily. My brain is a constant struggle to control. And I love to hear what other people say about it. And then with the availability, really determine how you can be available. So for me, I get a lot of anxiety if people just call me, right? So I don't actually give out my phone number to many people. I created a Calendly so people can schedule a call with me. That way I can be prepared. I know what's coming and I can be my best self when I have a Zoom call, like for example, with an investor or something. So that's how, so I've determined how I can be available. So I can be available through setting up a Zoom call or via email. And then I can have time to really think and react in a positive way. So what I want to, to talk about, you know, to end is to stay, stay calm, right? Don't panic and don't quit. As an introvert, you can do that. So think about sustainability. What's your own sustainability, right? Do you prioritize your time? Do you manage your energy? Are you living below your means, keeping your financial house in order? And if you need help with that, I can help you with that. Do you maintain your health? We only have our health, really, right? If we want to live to be 100, we've got to take care of ourselves right now in order to live and have that legacy. And do you get enough downtime, right? So for me, I need lots of downtime. I need lots of downtime where I'm just hanging out with my daughters. I'll play boggle with my daughter. I'll be watching a soccer game. The Women's World Cup is just ending. And so, you know, it's just been really fun to do that. And then I want you to think about your triple bottom line. So in corporations, they always have a triple bottom line. They talk about people, planet, and profits, right? That's their triple bottom line. So things that they're always striving towards, kind of like their North Star, right? But what about you as an introvert, entrepreneur, investor? What's your triple bottom line? What are you looking for? And it can be those three things. I'm going to share what mine are. Mine are peace, impact, and adventure. And that's what I'm looking for. So thanks so much for joining today. Really take the next step. I mean, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. And that's really where we're at, right? We're on this journey. And sometimes the road's difficult, but it's beautiful along the way. And your destination is going to be beautiful as well. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success. 